Have you hit a wall when it comes to growing your design business? Then welcome to Designed by Wingnut Social, helping home professionals accelerate their success with proven industry practices and expert advice. Welcome to Design by Wingnut Social. I am Abby Coots, a social media manager here at Wingnut. And on today's episode, we have Susan and Paul Cadillac of Cadillac Homes. Cadillac Homes is a design build firm run by Susan and Paul Cadillac in the greater Boston area. Together, they have made it their mission to help their clients turn an ordinary house into a haven that they love coming home to. The Cadillacs have grown by connecting directly with their audience through their social media channels and are excited to announce that they just launched a brand new app. Renovation Rekindle for their Emmy-nominated home renovation show. Today, they'll be sharing some of their content creation secrets with us. So, Wingnuts, please join me in welcoming Susan and Paul to the show. Hey there, Susan and Paul Cadillac. Welcome to the show. How the hell are you? Awesome. How are you? So excited to talk to you. I am so excited to talk to you guys, both of you guys. You guys are killing it in all areas of interior design, and we're just going to drop some serious value bombs today for our listeners. So are we ready to dig in and talk about your success? We're ready. I want to talk about value bombs because that's a great term you just used there. That is a good term. I will regurgitate that. I stole it. I stole it from another podcast host. We won't tell anyone. Never let the truth get in the way of a good story, Dala. A hundred percent. So before we dig in to our amazing show that we have in front of us, just tell us a little bit about yourselves, who you are, who you help, and we will get it going. I'm Susan Cadillac. This is my husband, Paul, um, and we are a design build firm uh, based in Burlington, Mass. And we do home renovations, custom building, and then we also do spec building. And we have a real estate brokerage. So basically anything that's involved with the home from finding one, building one, designing one, we can help. Wow. And you basically work 24 hours a day. Got it. (laughs) That's a lot. And in the green room, we were talking, you and I have something in common, Paul, that we are both, um, well, you actually currently are a first responder. You're a firefighter in Burlington. That's correct. I am. That's awesome. Thank you so much for your service. I'm a retired cop, so we've already established that we can swear as much as we want because Susan is a contractor. So this is going to be a um, a very blue show. I think. <laughs> you mean red show? Red show. Blue and red. red. Yeah. Colorful. Yes. Very colorful show. <laughs> right. Okay. So let's let's talk about your your journey to start with as an interior design build firm. Um, you were also saying something very interesting in the green room before we get into some of the steps that you took on social media marketing, which is the focus of this episode to get to your level of success where you are now. And we're going to get to what that is for the uninitiated. But Paul, you had a very interesting twist on the story on how you got into the interior design industry and, um, you blame Susan for everything. Tell us about that. Pretty much. I mean, um, we, we had met at a Christmas party. I went, uh, to her house the next day for dinner. She had a dump truck in her driveway and I was like, whose dump truck is that? And she's like, it's mine. And I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta investigate this more. <laughs> I was like, that's the first time I've dated a girl with a dump truck. So, um, you know, found out she did construction and so forth. I was doing sales at the time. Um, we started dating a couple of years later, I got into the fire department and I thought I was going to learn how to golf. And she's like, no, you're going to learn construction. So I guess I'm going to learn construction. And uh, Susan was building when I met her. Her grandfather was a builder. Her father was a builder. Um, So she's been around her whole life. And, uh, you know, she said, uh, now you're around it. And (laughs) 
that's what you're And that's really now. all there is to it. Exactly. Right? That's it. This is your life now. Right. I dated a girl with a dump truck once, but that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's talk about, we'll start, we'll start from the top and we'll deconstruct it. So your show, Renovation Rekindle, that's on Apple TV and all kinds of other huge multi-billion dollar uh, outlets. Tell us a little bit about Renovation Rekindle, and then we'll talk about your journey to getting to that level of success. Sure, yeah. So Renovation Rekindle, it's in the App Store, can be downloaded anywhere. So we have season one, which is completed, and basically it follows us with our clients through a full home renovation. We have everything from um, like whole home remodels, new builds, um, and it's just going through that journey of, you know, with the client from the beginning, their story, going through the whole renovation process, um, the things that Paul does to make the process more interesting is what I'll say. <laughs> you know how us first responders are, Dyla, you know, uh, you know sometimes people, uh, you know, they, they think there's a, there's a, you know, nobody's dying. That's what I tell people. And then they kind of Same. Calm down. Yes. That's what I used to tell my clients is because uh, I was a cop and listen, listen, no one's shooting at us. Right. 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 <laughs> Like, they'd be designer bullets, though, if they were. <laughs> How did you start Renovation Rekindle? Was this a, a YouTube channel that just grew into something crazy? Tell, what are, it was- I'll, I'll take this one, Susan. She comes to me. <laughs> Susan comes to me and says, we got to do video. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, we need to do video. I'm like, for what? What are you talking about? Like, we, we have to do video. This is what's going to be happening. We have to do it. So, so she's smart. She's very smart. She, mm-hmm. she never, if she comes to me with an idea, I know she has fully researched it first. She doesn't just jump to things. That's probably what balances us out. Well, I'm the kid that jumps off the roof into the pool and she's like, you're an idiot. Why are you doing that? You could hurt yourself. You know, so it works out for us. But, um, you know, she researched that, said, this is what we get to do. This is the way things are going to go. And so, you know, we tried to shoot a couple of videos with, uh, we hired someone to do the, the video footage and it, the vision wasn't quite working out the same. So she's like, we're bringing it in house. That's it. We're bringing it in house. I'm like, okay, we're bringing it in house. So as you can follow the pattern that I'm just kind of parakeeting what she tells me. Um, smart. So, so we hired. Paul's, uh, Paul's smart too. Yes. So we hired Evan, our, our, who's still with us. He's been with us for about five years now. And, um, you know, we sat down with Evan, like me and Evan, like, so what are we doing, Susan? She's like, I don't know. We're like, okay, we're making videos. I don't know what we're doing. We're just going to do stuff. And Evan, you're going to edit it. We're going to put it out there and we'll see what happens. Yeah, I just kind of said, you know, we could sit around the table and talk about it, or we can just go out and shoot some stuff and figure it out. So that's, that's kind of how we started videos about five years ago. I love that. That, that kind of gets rid of that whole uh, paralysis by analysis thing is right. The best way to get something done is just to do it and to figure figure that out. It's, it's, there's some good YouTube advice I heard from a YouTube coach speaking of video is that the, the first hundred videos are really just kind of practice. <laughs> you're, you're just getting out there and doing the second hundred videos, start polishing it up. But it's I love that you guys just went out there and said, you know what, screw it. Let's just do it. And now, of course, that's led to um, renovation rekindle and who knows what else in the future. You'd be surprised. Maybe you wouldn't. How many people out there just dream of doing it and overplan and overplan and then their nerves, they just they just don't get it done. That's the anxiety is what gets people. I think they think about it so much. It's like when you have something to do and you keep putting it off because you don't want to do it, then you actually get to it and you're like, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. That's how I feel like a lot what happens for a lot of people. Yeah. And I am the last person who wants to be on video. True. Um 
So, you know, I said, we're not going to get better at it sitting around at a table talking about it. We just got to go. I mean, we we weren't good just for the record for people listening (laughs) when the first videos, you know, you're like, this is a kitchen, you know, you're not good. (laughs) Nobody is good. Nobody is. Nobody is. You're not going to be good. If you think you're going to suck in the beginning and you're worried about it, get over it because you absolutely 100% will suck in the beginning. (laughs) That's natural. If you think you're really good in the beginning and you do it, then that's probably, you're probably good question what you're doing. Yeah, you might be having delusions of grandeur. (laughs) So did it did um, the renovation rekindle actually start as a YouTube channel? Or were you directly to the website? How did that get marketed to be on downloadable and as popular as it is right now? Yeah, so just kind of a just kind of a kind of looking back. So renovation rekindle kind of came as an evolution of the social videos. So the videos were getting longer, they were getting more in depth, people were asking for you know, more like full projects. Cause at the beginning they were just little snippets of us at the job site, not really a full project. And then as they kind of evolved over the years, people said, you know, can you show some more clients? Can you show, you know, can you show more details? And, you know, around this time we were getting calls from production companies about potentially doing a show. Um, and I would say it was just kind of a natural evolution of what we were already doing on video. Um, and, you know, and the show just kind of grew out of that. And our clients were gracious enough to, you know, to be on the show and to participate in the show. Um, and we just finished filming season two. So that's another eight episodes that are coming out. So it it just kind of really grew from social. It's not on YouTube or online. It's only on the app. Um, but it that is kind of, that is where it evolved from. Is that a contractual thing that it has to live on the app or live on that for the, okay, yeah. As of, yeah, as of right now, yes, it may um, be that other places. Yeah. It could change, but as of right now, that's that's where she lives. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about your start on, on social media and doing videos on social media. Are, are we referring to Instagram, Facebook, both, either or? So we initially started on Facebook, and the reason we chose Facebook over YouTube was because, you know, we're a local business. Our Facebook, we felt, would reach a more local audience, and there's not as many other videos on Facebook. So yeah. it's not like you're competing with a hundred other videos. There's not many contractors or designers who are putting videos out on Facebook. So for us, that was, you know, there was almost like that white space in the market where we were like, okay, here we're not, you know, you're not a grain of sand at the beach. You are, you know, you, you have more exposure, I guess, so yeah. to speak. And we felt it would be easier to be local. Um, and this was five years ago too. So I Yeah, there wasn't, there wasn't a lot of contractors on that's a good point. A lot has happened in five years in the video space. So that's a, I could see why Facebook would be a good beginning for you then. Right. And even totally. even with that, I think we're at over 4 million uh, video views on Facebook right now. Um, and it just kind of evolved from there. And then we started, you know, we started the Instagram and we started, we're actually kind of just starting to dabble on YouTube right now. We've got a little bit on there, not a ton, mm-hmm. um, but Facebook is really where we started. And then also Instagram, we kind of brought that into the loop as well. And Interest has been huge for us too. Our nine-year-old's on um, YouTube. He has a video that got 300,000 views. Yeah, he taught me how to do YouTube shorts. So <laughs> There's like a 12-year-old really or some kid on there. He's got like, he's a millionaire now from his YouTube channel. It's like, yeah, of course you are. Of course. Why not? I mean, it's it's so cool <laughs> when you look at how technology has changed. Like we're having this conversation with you. Like that normally probably wouldn't happen, right? If we didn't have these mm-hmm. different platforms to do it. So it's it's wild. And that, they're growing up with that. So who knows where it's going to go from there? It's 
it's wild to think. In the beginning, when you started creating your video and started showing behind the scenes and process, brilliant uh, strategy, by the way, what was your end game? Was it to get discovered by a, like a bigger label or to have some kind of uh, collaboration with a YouTube uh, or um, Apple or Netflix kind of producer? Or was it to get ROI by real life clients seeing what you do and hiring you or a little bit of both? Let's talk about that strategy. For us, it was really it was really to grow the business. I mean, after the first year of consistently posting on social media, our revenue went up sixty yeah. percent. So for us, like it's you know we are design builders, we're realtors, we're you know we're contractors. That's a space that we're in. We're not in the TV space, so to speak. We just felt like the way the world is going, the way people are consuming content, the way people are getting their information is changing. So we said we need to put you know, put our content out there in a different way to speak to people where they are. Were you doing traditional social media marketing as well? Photos of your designs, that kind of thing? Or are you just 100% focused on the video? Um, so on Instagram, it was 100% photos. Mm-hmm. Um, and on Facebook, it was 100% video. Now, obviously, that's changed. But at the very beginning, you know, it, it's really looking at each platform and saying, okay, Instagram was pretty much a yeah. photo only platform. So it was all about the photo. And you know, for us, Facebook, it was a combination, but most of Facebook was more video heavy. Yeah. So now that's changed, of course. So Instagram is leveraging video heavily, uh, you know, to to uh, compete with TikTok and, and YouTube. And what I wanted to say, I, I had this thought, but menopause brain made me forget it for a minute. So the YouTube channel is actually, you know, I'm sure you guys know, is YouTube's owned by Google. And your videos that you put on there, if they're answering a viewer's question or answering a pain point, when they go into Google to search it, your videos will pop up as an answer to that question. So videos on YouTube are super important for SEO and search results for there. So which I'm sure you know, but maybe there's people in the audience who who haven't known that yet. So let's talk about your next step for video on your social media marketing for Instagram. Are you starting to to switch over to having that be your dominant channel or is it still Facebook? Uh, I would say right now with Instagram, Instagram is probably our dominant channel and that is all reels right now. And now, you know, it allows you to cross post. So we're taking advantage of that where our our reels are cross posting to Facebook. We do have some specific Facebook content that we post, but also Pinterest is huge for us. Pinterest is a really great platform, I think, for designers because it's a visual search engine. So it's just so... um, we have found that that to be. Are you posting video to Pinterest? That's, I'm curious. Yeah, both stills and video. Long form? Or are they going from Pinterest from the short form to your website or to the app to watch the long form? Or how does that work? So yeah, so everything gets directed back to the website. And then you, from there, you can either, depending on what it is, if it's from a specific project, it will typically go to the project blog. Um, if it doesn't, if it's not a completed project, it may just go to the general website. And then from there, People can be directed to the app or to more blogs or whatever they're interested in. I'm trying to get it directed to Paltrist. So it's a whole <laughs> new platform I'm trying to start that's similar, you know. <laughs> Paltrist? Okay. That's, I have yeah. a feeling that's going to be huge. You, you heard it here first, folks, maybe. <laughs> I mean, she's a very smart woman. People listen to her. Is your interior design firm just so busy that you don't have any time to post on your own social media accounts? Are you at a loss with what to post? Do you have zero strategy? Well, then you need to give us a call, Wingnut Social, or go to wingnutsocial.com and hit that Let's Chat button, and we can take that all off your plate so you can focus 
on what it is that you do best. And that's not digital marketing or social media, I'm gonna guess, but it's designing for your actual clients. Focus on making that money and let us handle the rest because that's what we do best. Give us a call at 786-206-4331 or wingnutsocial.com. Okay, so social media. So there's a lot of coaches in the industry, and I've said this before, um, but I have to ask you, it's, it's in my wingnut contract, to ask you, what would you tell those interior designers listening who feel or have been told that they can't get their ideal client from social media marketing? Oh, man. I mean, They're being lied to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, ev- where is everyone? Where to Look at the numbers of where people spend their time of, you know, everyone is on these platforms. That's where they are. They may not be going there. Although I feel like a lot of times when they, they're in that space where they're ready to do something in their home, they are going there to search. People are searching on Instagram. People are searching on Pinterest. Um, that's where people are. They're scrolling. They're spending time there. Um, you know, our kids only watch videos on social media. They don't want to watch TV. Like that's kind of where the world is going. Um, so I, you know, I think everyone is kind of on those platforms. And I think people know from their own personal use they know kind of their own behaviors and what platforms they're on. So I, I don't know. I mean, I think everyone's there. So that's, to me, it's like, you got to go where where your clients are. And I, I think your clients a hundred percent they're on there. I mean, we, we are actually, it's funny you were talking about Google because just from social media alone, I mean, our business has grown tremendously. And I literally just realized like a week or two ago that we have never listed our business on Google business pages. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I was like, I can't, I was yeah. like, I can't believe I was like embarrassed. I was like, how did somebody I do that? Asked, somebody asked us, I think recently. Yeah, and like, I said, I just realized that we have not actually done that yet. So even without that, mm-hmm. just the social media alone, our business has grown and our clients. And that's the other thing. I, I feel like when you're posting so much and you're, you're putting your content out there, your, your clients are attracted to your content because if there's a client out there who isn't a good fit for you, and they look at your content, they're just never going to call you. You won't even get that phone call. But if someone's looking at your content and watching your stuff, they'll usually do that for a while before they'll call you. And they're often a better fit because they've already sort of pre-screened you and decided, oh no, I like this person, or they've made a decision before they've made the phone call. So I think not only can you find your ideal client, but the quality of people who are reaching out to you are probably better than traditional advertising because They've already sort of pre-screened you and decided, yes, I like this person. I'm going to call this person. This is who I want to work with. There's a lot of people have said, I've done the three contractor thing or designers, whatever. But at the end of the day, they knew they were going with us. It didn't really matter. They went through the motions. But, you know, and first job, when we were first doing it, it's like, you know, people would say, uh, you know, can you come price this? Then that has changed in the tones more of a, you know, would you consider taking this? So it's a much different take on it. And I mean... That's a great spot to be in. And I've said before on the show that interior design especially is a very intimate um, um, interaction, right? It's a very intimate engagement. You're actually, you're coming to where someone lives, loves, or home, you know, so, and you're, for better or for worse, kind of judging, you know, whether you're doing it internally, <laughs> right? Or their space. So they want to, they want someone they can yeah. trust and they feel like they know and are comfortable with. Well, so what would, what advice would you give interior designers who are reluctant 
to start doing video. They don't maybe they don't want to be on camera or you know yeah. that you know what I mean. There's designers that I, yeah. I don't want, even though they're eponymous, their businesses, Susan McNuggets Interiors, but they don't want to be the face. They don't want to be on camera. They don't want to be uh, behind the scenes. What what are some things that you would just tell them that right now would change their mind and, and make them just get out there and do it? I mean, I would say for, for now, if you're doing nothing right now and you don't want to be on camera, but you need to start, start with visuals, start with pictures, start with concepts, start with, you know, start with other things that you don't necessarily have to be in. And then maybe start working in just a little snippet of yourself, maybe in the middle of the video and then, you know, cover the rest of it with, with pictures. There are so many different ways that you can make videos to post out, to, to put out there that, if you really, really, really are opposed and you need to start somewhere, I would just start with videos. You can take, you know, videos on projects of drawings of, there's so many things you can do. Um, I think you just gotta, just gotta jump in and start. And I am still a lot of times not comfortable on video. It's not my favorite thing to do. But I it's love it. The, <laughs> Paul loves yeah, it. I can tell. <laughs> well, you're both naturals, but I can, I can tell Paul is, is having a little bit more fun I'm, on video. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, Susan, no, she's more shy, you know, so that's fine. So I figure if I'm more of a knucklehead than I usually am, then, you know, maybe she's a little more comfortable because people get embarrassed about being on video, right? But that's you. Like, that's, that's who you are, you know, at the end of the day. So one thing the firehouse has taught me is they teach you about you. You know, you learn very quickly about you, your quirks, your things you do. They will tell you and they have no problem doing that. So it's like living with social media. You know, <laughs> that's what it's like. And the things are, you learn to accept it. You know, you might watch your first video of yourself and be like, oh my gosh, I hate this. Da, da, da. But you know what? You just learn to accept your faults. There's things that you do that you don't know why and you can't explain it, but you start to learn to kind of laugh it off and laugh at yourself and be like, yeah, that's what I do. It's, yeah, I don't know why, but that's what I do. Yeah. And, you know, that's it. So it's like you kind of, I watch the videos back because sometimes Susan will talk about me being spicy in a moment or something. And I'm like, no, I wasn't, you know, and I'll watch it back and I'm like, oh yeah, I was, you know? So it's like, also like watching yourself back, you're kind of studying yourself to be a better you, if that makes any sure. sense. So it's, it's, um, you know, it's, uh, it's interesting because you don't know how you are in certain moments. You're not recognizing that. Um, but when you kind of rewind your life and look at it, you're like, oh, okay. And I mean, people have prom pictures that they look at, right? From years and years ago that they keep. What's the difference if they're looking at a video that they did that was bad 10 years from sure. now, you know? So if you're not getting better, you're not trying. You, you you will naturally, I feel like, get better as you just keep doing it. Like, I think people just think, I'm not good, I'm not good, I'm not good. It's not about being good. We we document what we do. We're not acting. You know, that, that's really what it comes down to. We're just documenting our projects and our clients and things that they want and how we operate and that's it and we put it out there and you know fortunately people take to it and they follow us and watch us and you know it's been good for us so that's the key the best the best part of video is the most should be right effortless part is just being yourself and susan i think you and i have yeah. something in common in that we are both introverts maybe we're extroverted introverts <laughs> right because we are <laughs> getting out there, but still we're a little introverted. So how do you even still, if you're uncomfortable on camera, are, are there any kind of like rituals or self-talk or anything that you do to get over that and to be so good on camera as you are? I mean, it was just, it was just really time. It was really just, you know, doing it over and over again. And then eventually it's just like, ah, oh, whatever, I don't care anymore. <laughs> right. You just get kind of let it go yeah. because, um, you know, something someone said to me, a while ago is when you see someone on video and they're nervous, like you can tell that they're nervous. You know, it's almost painful to watch that video. And I feel like, you know, do, do I want to look like that on video or do I just want to just, you know, 
I think you're your own worst critic sometimes and you are overanalyzing it. Um, so actually when we first started doing video, I had a rule that I was not allowed to um, approve or, you know, we our video camera guy who has been with us for five years, he had sole authority to edit the videos, finalize the videos. And for a full year, I didn't even look at them before they posted because I would have said no to every single one. I would have said, nope, we're not posting that. Sometimes I would go online and I'd be like, oh my God, who, who posted that? Did we, did we post that? <laughs> like, wait, like, we oh did. <laughs> right. But I just had to let it go because if I was involved, it was not. If I had to hit the button, it would. we would never have posted video ever. That's smart. You know, we have a couple of clients like that at Wingnut. <laughs> we have to talk off the ledge a lot with video for their social media. And the video will be super cute or super relatable or very authentic. But I think one of the hardest things that we have as creatives or being in the spotlight is just getting over ourselves, really, and just right. going out there because people are seeing us in real life, how we are. I mean, we have this like image of what we think we should be. But at the end of the day, this is what it is. <laughs> so right. yeah. and when you show up at the door and when that client calls you and you are not the same person that's on the video, that's not good. You should be the same. So, okay. So I'm guessing that it's even on social or on, on your show that you're not just um, taking video and throwing up and, and hoping it works, that you have some sort of, sort of video formula or strategy um, is it too much to get into now for that? Is it too too robust? Or can you give us some tips of what that what that uh, flow looks like, that workflow? I mean, the first most important thing is it's just called fling at the wall. <laughs> you know, just make them, just make them, put them out there. That's you know, how you start. That's yeah. how you'll, you'll and you will continually get better at it, and you just keep trying things. And you know, I'm a big feedback loop guy. You know, we've gone back to clients we've built houses for and said, do you like everything? How did it work out? And we've gotten feedback and we've incorporated those into future builds yes. because, you know, we build it to how we think people want them at the end of the day. And then sometimes, you know, there's things that we, we don't know and you're always trying to evolve and, and do better. And that's how, you know, we operate. So it's like, well, let's, let's do that. So you will get feedback, but if somebody's razzing on you because of some video you put up, they're watching you. You're not watching them. Right. I mean, you have to look at it. You know, if they're sitting there watching you and, you know, poking at you, who cares? Like you're on the field. You know what I mean? That's right. Like Gary V says, you know, Sarah 24 um, kitten is sitting here, you know, you know, keyboard warrior against you while you're like, Hey, this is my video. This is me. And, and like Susan said, it naturally attracts the people that were, will want to work with you. So you're, what do they say? It's not the people who are doing um, more than you who are going to be critical of you, right? It's the people who are doing less at you that are going to throw barbs and arrows at you because they're doing less than you. And you're making them feel bad, right? Yeah. Totally. We actually had our office at one point when we first started doing the videos take the worst comments and we would re we would like do it as like a like they would read them back to us. Like Susan, I wouldn't see them, and then we would sit and they would read them to us. <laughs> You know, it's, so it's, it's, you know, it's like, oh, that one hurts. All right. Yeah. If you're out there and you're getting back, if you guys are getting derogatory, I mean, come on, who's got time for it? Because there's nothing derogatory. There's nothing bad about your videos to say anything bad. Oh, yeah. no. I mean, mo most people probably just say Paul doesn't shut up and he talks too much and he's an idiot. <laughs> that and, was and the I very... kind of, yeah. And I probably agree with that. I'll be honest with you. Whoever would say that. That so. was the first videos we put out. They said, Paul, are you going to let her talk? <laughs> True story. <laughs> well, now you do. I'm hoping. Now, now we got. Yeah. Right. So, what's next in the evolution of social video? What do you think is next on the horizon? That's a great question because it's so it evolves so much constantly. You know the changes within the platforms themselves. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's constantly being. You know, it's, I feel like every couple months there's a new. You know, there's there's a new format. There's a, a new thing, and I think 
you know, I think over the long term, it's going to be, you know, speaking to your audience, giving them content that is valuable to them, not that is valuable to you, that's valuable to them. You know, what can they get out of this? And, um, you know, and just, just watching the trends, you're seeing longer stories, you're seeing more, you know, better, um, even on Instagram, for example, I feel like, you know, right now when a new feature comes out, it's just kind of like, Paul says, just take stuff and throw it at the wall and see what happens. But as time goes on, as more content comes onto the platform, you know, it's going to have to get better in quality. Just like with the pictures on Instagram where, you know, you look at it years ago versus, you know, it was kind of at a, at its height of where it was pictures only. It had the better pictures always did well. So, you know, I think it's constantly evolving and constantly trying to improve, improve what you're putting out there. But if you don't start, you can't get better. So, I mean, that's kind of, and in, in being consistent, that's probably the two most important things. It's not um, the quality it's right now. I feel like it's more the quantity and that is what is going to make you improve. And the, and looking back at your, you know, putting your stuff out there, kind of looking back at that, that's what really will help you determine if you're growing, right? If you're like, wow, look at this project I did three years ago and look at this one now, you know, like we always fall in love with our next project, you know, <laughs> we, we build them how we, yeah. uh, you know, how we would want it. You know, we like, we would, we always look at the house and go, would we move into this house? And the answer is yes. You know, so it's, it's always like, you know, kind of documenting that too. And looking back, like our kids will be able to watch this someday with their kids. And they might be like, your, you know, grandpa's really weird. You know, he says quirky things, you know, so, but it's, it's, you know, you you get to, it's not often you get to kind of see all that play out and, you know, look at things, you know, you know, so it's, uh, it's fun to kind of watch. Just curious, what do you guys think of Instagram's turn towards being a video content platform versus the, the still beautiful imagery? I mean, I think video is the way the world is going. I think, um, you know, I think a lot of things are moving in that direction. I think that's why we see TikTok being so popular. And I think, um, you know, social media has been evolving and, you know, we're seeing, you know, even Pinterest has the pin ideas. There's more, you know, there's more video. I think overall you're just seeing more video and they are desperately trying to catch up to, <laughs> to TikTok, I think. Are you guys on TikTok? No, no, we are, we are, we we're are, not heavy on it, yeah, but we're, we are, yeah, we're, we're, we're working on it. <laughs> There's so many, there's there so is. many platforms. Yeah. I mean, Paul Trist is my big one that I'm yeah, really, yeah, again, Paul Trist yeah. guys going over to paultrist.com. Yeah. I haven't <laughs> opened my Paul Trist account yet, but it's on my list. <laughs> Can I be a beta tester for Paul Trist? I'd love to. Absolutely, 100%. <laughs> you and me would be the only beta tester on them. Oh, you're so funny. I mean, the, you know, it's, it's, it's just wild when you look at like Instagram was like you said, it was a photo only platform. Then it has evolved since. I mean, even when stories came onto Instagram, it was like people were like, ah, stories change. And now everybody's like stories, you know? So it's <laughs> like change always happens. It's inevitable. And the sooner you adapt with change, the better things will be for you. So that's kind of how we always look at things too. Like change is tough, but once you just learn to say, Hey, you know what? It's going to come sooner or later. You can't keep doing the same thing you're doing. You're just going to be those two old Muppets in the back of the theater, you know, you know, so it's like, you know, you gotta, you gotta evolve and you want to get better at your craft. You know, that's what we talk about. Like jobs that we did when we first started, we're like, that's horrible. I can't believe we did that, you know, now, but you know, when you first start out, you're just happy people will hire you to do anything, you know? So it, you know, as you progress, you want to look back and go, okay, you know, that's, we are getting better. That's the whole plan. Yeah. Keep practicing it and you will get better. Just keep putting it out there. Keep, keep showing up, keep getting better. Keep, I love it. The only thing constant is change, right? 
completely. I was literally just going to say that. <laughs> you guys are like <laughs> one. Talking, I was literally just thinking that. I it's feel like I'm so intruding true. on this relationship here, you guys. I thought I was, I'm like fangirling, darling. I'm now I'm interrupting. Jeez. I'm so sorry. <laughs> guys, tell, tell me what's next for Cadillac Homes. And if there's anything that I forgot to ask you on the subject before we get into the What Up Wingnut round. So the next thing we have is season two. Super dropping exciting on the season app. two. Very cool stuff coming out. Yeah, we have eight new sub- episodes dropping on season two. So that's very exciting because as as you know, with supply chains and everything else, it is not easy to get projects done. So we are very excited for that to drop. And that is dropping the end of October. That'll be on the app starting on October 29th. Um, and then we're also working, you know, on a couple other things. We're working on a, a shop. It's very tiny right now. It's a little baby shop. Cadillac Home Shop, but that will be coming more next year. Right. We're hoping to grow grow that piece of it. And Paul Trist. And we also want to... Paul, and Paul, Paul Trist. Trist. Yes, I mean. please don't forget about Paul Trist. That's, our, that's the number one. Forget about those other two things I just said. The show is, you know, Renovation McKinnell, we can deal that's with that later. That's a vehicle Paul for Paul Trist. Exactly. Totally. Yes. I get it. Anybody Thank named you. Paul can join. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's it's maybe it should be called apologize. That should be probably more like the Darla Apple. just gets it. She does. Get it. She, does. She, just gets it. she gets it. She's comfortable with herself. That's what you have to do to do video. For the most part, you know, yeah. That's what you can do. You got it. Social media is here to stay, people. It's here to stay. Put your stuff out there. Let people tell you whether it's good or not. Yeah. Take the take, take what people tell you and make changes or don't make changes. Stay to who you are. And that's the best part is those people will come to you. You know, it's you just meet reach such a broad audience and it's amazing when people call us and say, I've been watching you guys for a year, yeah. you know, and they meet you and, and again, we're just regular people. We do birthday parties, bar mitzvahs, anything <laughs> dollar you need let Paul us know. Paul does those, yeah, Paul's <laughs> yep. Yep. I can put on a clown suit. Don't worry about it. Okay, kids, here's um, those two interior designers. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> here's Susan, the incredible interior designer, and her husband, uh, Paul <laughs> oh, Yeah, the founder and CEO of Paul Trist. Guys, now I have to ask you, are you ready for the What Up Wingnut round? So ready. What would the hashtag on your tombstone be? Uh, get it done. He's still talking. <laughs> You're stuck on a deserted island, but you can have your favorite food forever. What's it going to be? I'm going to go with, um, this is so hard. I know, I know mine. All right, go ahead. You go first. Ice cream. No doubt. Nice. He eats ice cream every day. Every day. Um, I'm going to go with yogurt. That's terrible. Yogurt? That That's terrible. the best answer you could I come up yogurt. with. Yogurt. Are you kidding? It's like, can you, it's like can a different you, version of ice cream. Can though. you edit that? Yogurt? Plain yogurt? Plain, what kind Doing of yogurt? A, what? I mean, like I was Greek say yogurt coffee, or but I like need food. If frozen I'm on an yogurt island. at least. Come on. I am overthinking. You want to talk about overthinking? I'm overthinking <laughs> this right now. I mean, I'm just going to eat Paul's ice cream. She's 100% Italian. I would think she'd say meatballs or something, anything but. But yeah. Hey, listen, yogurt. you know what? We can't judge. We're, we're being awful right now. Yeah. If it's yogurt, it's yogurt. Cheese sticks. Cheese sticks. That's my answer. Oh, I would take Cheese sticks. <laughs> Little, you know, the string cheese, you know, you take to school. Also an excellent choice. Unless you're lactose and you're on that island, then it's going to be a but real long time. But you're on an island. You could just go yeah, under any tree, true. right? It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to be a brown island. <laughs> I'm being there too long. Like, oh no. <laughs> Firefighter and cop humor, ladies and gentlemen. Last but not least, please recommend a book that has impacted you either personally or professionally. Susan, go. Um, so the last book I read was Talking to Strangers by Malcolm Gladwell. That was an excellent book. And it talks about how you, you know, how you perceive the way you hear information from other people. And it's, it was really good. I'm going to have to go with Gary V's 12 and a half. Um, that was 
his perspective is very insightful when you stop and think about how he explains things. You're like, okay, you know what? He's right. So it's very, very impactful in that sense for business or, or personal. He's a big proponent too of just pushing out content, 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 content. So yeah, actually, that book was really good on like if you need to fire someone but you don't know how to do it. It actually oh. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it was very. There was a very helpful chapter in there, and I, you know, I kind of use it. Worked out really well, I'll just say. Oh, <laughs> I, I always see his, his his book, like his chapters and his examples in that book specifically are more of. Um, you know, he gives you that example and then it's like a movie. You don't, you know, you're trying to figure out what's going to happen. And he kind of does that. But when he circles back to why he did what he did, you're like, oh, well that, you know, it's interesting how he gets that and why he does certain things. Cause at the end of the day, he's not really a selfish guy. You know, he wants to, you know, it's not about him or the money. Like that's, what's funny is, you know, so interesting. And that's what attracts the money. <laughs> it's ironic, but you, you have focus to focus on the work. The money follows. It's always yeah. guys. Please tell the audience where they can go to find out more about you, about your show, about Cadillac Homes, and we will call it a day. So everything, all of our social media, our website is at CadillacHomes.com, and that's Cadillac with two Ks. Yes, K A D I L A K. Renovation Rekindle is the is our app um, that has our first season on it with ten episodes. They got the second season launching at the end of October. Again, their full projects from beginning to what they look like before, the design Susan comes with, the execution, and then we reveal them to the clients at the end. And uh, it's it's fun to it's fun to be in that moment with people. So if they ever any designers get a chance to kind of reveal a room or do something like that, we highly suggest you do it because it's it's an emotional process for people and it's fun to to be with them during that process. You guys can head on over to wingnutsocial.com and check out the show notes for this episode and all those links will be there. Susan and Paul, thank you so much for joining me. This has been a hoot. I've had a great time. I'm so glad you busted our nut today with Wingnut Social. (laughs) Thank you, Darla. Thank you, Darla. Thank you so much to Susan and Paul for joining us today. We hope that you have learned so much about the power of social media video creation and how you can use it to grow your business. For the latest social media and marketing news, check out our mini-sodes that drop every Monday, and don't forget to check out Wingnut Social at wingnutsocial.com. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to get out there, get uncomfortable, and be great. You've reached the end of this episode of Designed by Wingnut Social, but that's only the first step into accelerating your business the Wingnut way. Head over to wingnutsocial.com or call us at 786-206-4331 to see how we can help take your business from meh to amazing. We'll see you on the next episode of Designed by Wingnut Social, your digital marketing tightly fastened. Good boy, Mango.